Okay, hey everyone. I hope all is well. And thanks again for listening. So in this episode, I want to talk a bit about one of my favorite thinkers, the French philosopher and writer Gabriel Marcel. Now, the reason I want to talk about him is not only because I think his views are important and uh, interesting, but also because very few people have heard of him. And I think he deserves to be heard. And that's because a lot of what he has to say is very relevant and topical today, even more so than in his own day, which was about 75 years ago or so. In other words, what he was worried about in the early to mid-20th century, well, I think that that's something that we should be a lot more worried about now, in our contemporary age. Oh, and um, before I begin, I should mention that if you're interested in spreading the, the dancing of thought, which is what we try to do here on this podcast, then please help us out by spreading the word or by leaving a rating on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you're listening from. I want to re-emphasize, we only have one intention here at The Wisdom Of. It's not financial, and it's not about reputation. It's only about trying to disseminate seeds of wisdom and to encourage reflection about the most important of matters. Okay, well, enough of that. Thanks for listening, and uh, let's get to it. Okay, well, so before I get into some of the content, maybe I should uh, very briefly say something about Gabriel Marcel, because again, he's a pretty obscure figure. So, Marcel was born in 1889, and he was a Christian existentialist. A lot of his work focuses on the the modern individual struggle in a technologically dehumanizing society. On this topic, maybe his greatest book is one called Man Against Mass Society. Okay, well, let's get to it. So let me start with a distinction Marcel makes. What he says is that there are those who create technology, and then there are those of us who who use technological products without having had any hand in making them. Now, why is this important? Well, because what Marcel says is that the makers of technology, well, they're creative. They contribute in a creative way to a technological progress. But the rest of us, which is the majority of us, we don't create anything. We're just reduced to being users, without any contribution whatsoever. Now, you might think, well, so what? I mean, some of us create and some of us don't. What's the big deal? Well, Marcel thinks the the problem goes a little deeper than this. You see, those who create, they not only have skills, but also... Because they work at something, they have to possess a number of moral and intellectual virtues. I mean, in order to develop these things, you need to exercise, among other things, your patience, and your perseverance, and your self-discipline, right? But what about the rest of us who are just reduced to being full-time users? We don't need to possess any of these virtues, do we? 
No, in fact, the very goal of the technological products being developed is to make the lives of us consumers as easy and comfortable as possible. The intention of modern technology is to create such user-friendly products that only the most basic intelligence and the absolute least effort is required to use them. And so, uh, what's the consequence here then, for us mere users? Well, guided by the technology, we become automatons. We become a bit like those um, overly satiated and obese humans on Axiom in the great animated film WALL-E. In other words, we stop involving ourselves in things. We stop participating. We stop working hard. We know that we don't have to put in any human effort because things will be run and managed for us. We become passive and dependent on those very products whose consumption and use assures us of nothing less, of course, than the good and happy life. Now, here's the thing. For Marcel, this lack of creativity and commitment and involvement due to technological submission, well, what it ultimately leads to is boredom and loneliness and alienation. When all that we're doing is living above the minimum condition, that's to say, when all we strive for is a comfortable life in an anonymous and monotonous society, then is it any surprise we are deep down unhappy and spiritually unfulfilled? Actually, now that I think about it, Marcel has a a great line that sums this up. This is what he says. He says, In our contemporary world, it may be said that the more a man becomes dependent on the gadgets whose smooth functioning assures him a tolerable life at the material level, the more estranged he becomes from an awareness of his own inner reality. In other words, the more we get taken over by the the total smooth and maximally efficient functioning of life, the less we really exist the more we become captive to our desires for comfort and efficiency, the less we are able to rise to a higher level of being. But let me go back to the issue of the loss of virtue that Marcel was talking about, because that's important. So here's the question. What happens to real striving and perseverance in this technologically driven world? And also, what happens to the all-important intellectual virtue of truth-seeking? I mean, if we can just stay at home, enveloped in our technological gadgets, and so stay at a distance without any requirement of being in contact with other people, then aren't we sacrificing virtues like hard work, but also ones like a commitment to or a solidarity with others? And uh, not to mention, a need to improve ourselves in the presence of another person. And to the point about the virtue of truth-seeking, how exactly are we to try to discover truth in a world where everything is prefabricated for us? Anyway, now all this raises an important question, one that Marcel emphasizes. And in our age of artificial intelligence and large language technology, so should we. What's the question? Well, it's simple. 
Why are we doing it? Why are we doing it? Why? Now, I know the obvious material answer. Money. Companies profit from it. But does allowing these technological advancements really promote human well-being? Does it really bring out the best in us? Is it in our best interests? Is it even compatible with our future existence? I think, like Marcel would counsel, that as a society, we need to step back and take a critical look at the way things are going from more than a technical and financial perspective. The technical and financial perspective is just not enough. It misses out on the human. You see, according to Marcel, we're more than just reflexes. We're more than just a body with insatiable desires. What we are is spiritual beings. And what we really need are non-material goods. We need moral virtue. We need creativity. And we need love. Love with other human beings. But this is all eclipsed when we decide to only see things from a technical and economic view. This is what's become so frightening. What's become so frightening is that our monomaniacal obsession with technical progress has provided us with a kind of generalized anesthetization and comfort, apart from which we find it impossible to imagine happiness. But here's the thing. There is another way to imagine happiness for Marcel. It's one directed towards higher ends, one that lies at the opposite pole to the mechanical and the technical. <laughs>